Inspiration now in session. Inspire guys, people. My wife thinks I'm crazy. How did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggle to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your genes. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to get you to your purpose. Why did the deer cross the road? Look, this ain't a joke. I was traveling last week, and when I'm on the road, I just pay attention to random stuff. And as much as I've traveled, I guess I never really paid attention to just how many dead deer you see on the road. Look, I'm driving and I'm like, bruh, I'm seeing literally, I counted like three every mile for a few miles. So I'm like, wait a minute, bruh. You got three dead deer every mile. And my whole question, first thing I asked myself, look, I don't know a lot about deer and how they communicate, you know what I'm saying? And how they get down. But my whole thing is like, it's kind of like this freeway is like the hood for deer. You know what I'm saying? Like, bruh, it's people dying out here. And so my thing is, you ain't tell your homeboy? Like, ain't ain't no deer talking? Like, y'all ain't kicking it with each other? Like, bruh, if I'm you, I'm not going on I-75. You know what I'm saying? It's these big Fast moving things. You know what I'm saying? Look, okay, let's pause. Let's go back to the question. What you trying to get to? <laughs> like, like you don't see that once you get across these first group of cars, it's like this whole little, you know, boulder thing blocking you from getting to the other side of the street. Then if you get to the other side of the street, you got to survive again. Like, when a deer try to cross the freeway, you got to live twice. Like, you got to beat the odds multiple times. And then here's the other thing. When you get to the other side, it look just like over here. <laughs> like, what? Why them trees better over there? Like, that's the same situation. You a deer. If the mall on the other side of the road, what you going to do at the mall? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just trying to figure out, where is you even going, bruh? <laughs> like, you just could just camp out at these trees over here. It's all, all your houses look the same. I ain't never really seen no group of trees that look that much better. Like, you looking like, you know what, bruh? That tree over there, look, no, nah, I want to, listen, man, you about to die. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So look, the question is, are the deer who are dying not paying attention to the fact that there's other dead deer out here? Or do they think too highly of themselves? You feel me? Is it a situation that's like, oh, no, I know people dying every day doing this, but not me. You know what I'm saying? I'm Rudolph, cuz. You know what I'm saying? I got the red nose. Uh, what up, doc? And it's like, nah, Rudolph, with your nose so bright. 
You about to be dead tonight. You ain't getting to the other side of that road, bro. Y'all know me. I just start relating stuff to my own life and to being a human being. And I'm looking and I'm thinking like, you know, do we make these type of decisions in our lives as human beings? You know, and, and look, especially with this show, because again, like I said, I like to balance faith and business. I think they're both important. And whether you're an entrepreneur or a corporate professional, we need to know how to operate as Christians out here. So let's kick it on the entrepreneur side real quick. Now, no, really, you know what? This could relate to both. I could relate this to both because the whole idea is like you going down a certain path. You know, are you talking to people first or are you just thinking too highly of yourself thinking, yeah, I know people have failed a million times starting the same business I'm starting today, but I'm different. You know what I'm saying? God told me to do this, so I'm straight. Listen, the Bible also says, seek ye wise counsel, something like that. I'm paraphrasing. You know what I'm saying? Always say I'm paraphrasing when the scripture just pop out in my head and I really can't pinpoint exactly where that's at. But are you studying the paths of the individuals who've gone before you? You know, that's important. I think that's where mentors come in at. And when you look at successful people, successful people don't have a problem with constructive criticism and mentorship, counseling, and guidance. And one of the things that I'm starting to notice is that people who are not successful, who find themselves, you know, continually falling over and over again, they have no accountability in their life. Like, they're not running things past anyone. They just like, yo, I'm about to cross the road. And it's like, yo, 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 hold on. Let's talk about this. Before you cross that road, before you go out there and kill yourself, do you know, are you aware that, you know, people have tried this same business and failed like three times every year? You know what I'm saying? Three dead deer in every mile. Do you understand the risk involved with what you're doing? Now, again, like I said, that can be an entrepreneur because, you know, we are ambitious and we want to start things and do things. Let me tell y'all something. Before I actually launched this show, I did a lot of research, different show styles. Like I didn't listen to other shows because I like my creativity to be genuine and authentic. And I don't want my views on my creative, you know, um, style to be kind of guided by anyone, you know what I'm saying? So I do try to protect that a little bit, but I did a lot of reading. We got to put in the time. And I think sometimes we just want that quick fix. It's like, oh, I'm going to listen to this show for three minutes. And if my life don't get changed, I'm turning it off. You know what I'm saying? Now, thank God we don't have that problem. You know what I'm saying? Because I look at like how long people listen to the show and we're doing really good out here. Inspire Guys People is really doing Good. Good. I appreciate y'all so much for making sure this show is a continued success. Did you know that you could visit Inspire God's People on iTunes and actually rate the show by giving us five stars and leaving a text comment and telling us what you think of the show? You can also share the show, screenshot, audio, pictures, whatever, on Instagram and Facebook. Let your friends know that you are listening to Inspire God's People. And look, tell the truth. If we five stars, tell us we five stars. If we one star, act like we five stars. Now let's get back to these dead deer on the side of this road. You know, what it comes down to 
is I think we need to do a better job at educating ourselves. It's the lack of education that's really messing us up because what we're doing, because we're not educated in the area, we're just going off our emotions. Like, I feel like I should do this, or I feel like the right thing to do is this. Here's what I want all of us, including myself, to be careful on. In this life, it's pretty natural for all of us to view life through the lens of our own experience. That means we all have a limited view of life if we don't educate ourselves or talk to others and obviously read the word of God and seek the Lord for, you know, where we should even be striving to go in the first place, right? We know that the Bible talks about the narrow road and how few find it, right? So the other thing I'm seeing is like, if it's all these dead deer up and down this road, that must mean this is the road that everybody going on. And I think far too many times what happens is this. We become so obsessed with what's on the other side of the road that we're blind to everything else. Like we just want to get there and we don't even know what's over there. We just know that our favorite rappers and entertainers and people in Hollywood, you know, they traveling and they got big houses and big cars. And we see that on the other side of the road and we like, by all means, look, I'm going over there. We just ignore the fact that they crazy and out of their mind and dealing with all kind of other stuff. It's like, yo, are we paying attention to everything? Nope. We just looking and saying, yo, big house equals success. Nice car equals success. Multimillionaire equals success. And what I, you know, try to do on this show in balancing those things is this. In all fairness, looking at the pros and cons of both sides. Because guess what? There's a lot of good things about becoming a millionaire. There's also a lot of struggles that may happen depending on what type of millionaire you are. You know, are you rich and famous? You know what I'm saying? Are you just rich and don't nobody know? These are all different ways that you can go about doing something. And I just want us to think about that and educate ourselves on these different ways. That way you can say, whoa, wait a minute. I used to just want to be a famous rapper, but then I kind of see like, Everybody who's a famous rapper is ending up being a dead deer on the road. Like, you just like, okay, that don't look too safe. Why is it that they all come in regular, and by the time they in their late 30s to 40s, they out of their mind? Like, you came in as a regular dude, and now you're doing all type of weird stuff. What I try to do is pay attention to it all. You know what I'm saying? And not be blinded by, you know, the diamonds and the shine and all the things, the glitter, the glitz, the glamour, all that stuff. Like. Look, man, we got to take a step back sometimes and not just become so obsessed with that other side. When you look at these shows on TV, like these singing contests, you see people on there all the time like, I just always wanted to sing. It was my dream. Look, man, if your dreams ain't from God, then let them go. He got a purpose and a plan if you let him go. You won't always understand it, but let him go. If your dreams want to travel, then let him go. Let them go, let them go, then let them grow. I done been through that before, I'm trying to let them know. The dream traveler, muddy waters, I been paddled them. I know the feeling when the sin splash in. I don't want to be a star if it ain't in the will of God. If I want it, he don't want it, then I let it go. As long as I'm in his body, I make music for the body because I know that everybody ain't going to feel my flow. And I ain't mad if you don't feel it. I understand how you don't get it. You can hate it, but I still love you. 
I have traveled down that road and it spells trouble. Thank you. It's time to go. What are you doing here? To another What's up, my brother? Yo, LaVille, what's good? What is up, man? Oh, man. First of all, the show is fun. I just got to say, seriously, this is just a phenomenal show, especially like the segments I'm in. I mean, it's like really just, of course. Just when I thought that it was like potentially a genuine compliment coming, that you were somehow going to say, you know what, Jermaine? You're doing a great job mm. producing this, mm. you know, piece of art. But instead, you want to pat yourself on the back. I do. I, I, it's just, no, I'm right, joking. Well, I, no, no, seriously, I'm joking. You no, do seriously. a good job, so I ain't mad. I, I appreciate that, man. But seriously, like, your production, everything is just is really, really great, man. And thank you all out there that are listening. Like, seriously, thank For you real. all so much. It's, 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 really, it's really blessing. I've talked to Jermaine uh, off the show and it is really blessing him that you all are tuning in, listening, enjoying the show, commenting, you know, if you all could, you know, post it on Facebook, Instagram, different social media. Cause I think this, the word about this show really needs to go even further. So, you know what? And that's, that's a good point. I want to shout out. There's a young lady on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Her name is Felicia. I believe. Okay. I don't have my phone. on. Hey me. Felicia. All right. <laughs> I don't have my phone on me. Okay. But the dope thing is she, every single week, like every single week, like there's people that shout out the show on Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook mm -hmm. and all that, Twitter. And you know, people occasionally do it. Mm -hmm. But she gone every week. Her and my brother wow. Darius, Darius too. My, my little brother Darius, Darius yeah. James, y'all hear his music on here. He gonna always post the show. And that's dope, you know? And yeah. it's, it's not that everybody has to do it. Some people busy listening at different times. Mm -hmm. It's just that we appreciate the people that do. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. hey, if you want to post about the show, then if it's on Instagram, tag me, mm -hmm. Mr. Underscore Bellwether. And if it's on Twitter, mm -hmm. J Will Music. All right. That's awesome, man. Okay, so I have a conversation I want to have that I think is going to go deep, but I'm nervous because this could like go horribly wrong. Oh, great. This is good. Good stuff. It, this could go wrong. I'm almost hoping that it goes wrong. <laughs> like, what you got, man? What's up? Okay, so I, I'm not a sports guy. At all. <laughs> well, I like basketball. I don't really watch it much, but I do like basketball. Can right? I say this really quick? Uh-huh. You not being into sports hinders our friendship to a certain extent. <laughs> okay? I think people should know this. Like, so... It's just like your lack of interest in things like the Super Bowl or oh my God. the NBA All-Star Weekend. Mm. So if I want to get people together like, yo, like come over to the spot. We're going to like watch this. And you just like, oh, for real? Like, no, I would come as long as you got good food. That would be pretty much the only reason I would be there. And this is why our friendship is hindered because of this. <laughs> go, go, go on with your... Oh, well, let me ask you this. You're a sports guy, right? For sure. Now, are, are you a sports guy or are you a particular sports guy? And, and it, there, there's a reason I'm asking this. I'm particular okay. to basketball, mm -hmm. and I do sometimes like watching the NFL. Okay, even though the Lions are horrible, mm. and so it's just like whatever. I just randomly pick teams every year, 
But Jesus, Jesus is the lion mm. of Judah. Huh? But he ain't from Detroit, so go ahead. <laughs> All right, do you watch baseball? I hate baseball. Ah, okay. So this is why I said this could possibly go wrong. Okay. Because the deep conversation I'm about to have with you is about baseball. Okay, let's do it. All right. So <laughs> I was at work the other day, and someone made a statement because I didn't know. But apparently there is something in baseball. Let me pull my phone out. I want to make sure I say this right. It's called the sacrificial bunt. What? It's called the sacrificial bunt. Baseball, you know what? Go ahead. My bad. Finish. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Baseball scares me because, all right, when I was younger, I'm just Mm -hmm. being real. You know when they have strikes and they call it a K. Okay. And three strikes and you're out. Uh-huh. And so you'll be watching TV. And I remember being younger, like, and baseball was on, and you, like, see somebody holding up three Ks. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what, like, what's up with this? But that meant it was three strikes. But my thing with I baseball did, I was didn't like, even know about the K. I didn't know. Bro, it. baseball, now we got sacrificial <laughs> bunts. Go ahead yes. and finish, bro. They, they just need to just throw the whole sport away. Well, let me tell you why it. I, what scared me from baseball when I was a kid. Okay, so every other sport always had four quarters or whatever. Football has the four quarters. Basketball had the four quarters. And then baseball has nine innings. Oh, my God. So now, in reality, the length of those nine innings pretty much equals out to the length of the four quarters. Does it? For the most part, when you watch it on TV, I don't know if they're editing it or what's happening, but it pretty much balances out maybe it's a little longer but in my mind i cannot understand the math of four quarters equaling nine innings so that's what scared me it was like it would to me in my mind if you have four quarters and nine innings that means it would have to be at least double as long as the other game so that's what scared me from baseball it feels like that in person when you watch a game live. To me, it feels like triple the time. But go ahead. Actually, my my wife and I, she was she was my fiance at the time. We went to a Tigers game. I never knew that. Yeah, we went. It was one. I got pictures. Yeah, uh, we didn't we get an went, invite, but go ahead. And, well, we were invited. It was a church gave us uh, some tickets. What so we mean? So a church invites you, and you can't invite nobody else. I, we had free tickets. I didn't. All right, you know what? We go into a baseball game. <laughs> I don't. As much go. as we hate baseball, since you want to go play, we go into a baseball go. game together. But the funny thing was, as where, where we were sitting, we were kind of up high. But if you look down and to the right is where they were playing baseball. The entire game, my wife was looking down and to the left. I was like, <laughs> what is over there? She was like, oh. So she, was, serious? she didn't know what she was supposed to be <laughs> watching. What? This is like... What is happening hour, right she's now? She's looking that way. And I'm like, what? What are you looking at? Oh, I thought... Wait a minute. Wait. Was it like... Like, was it at least, like, something had to be going on over there? I think it was the scoreboard or so. I don't know. See, she, she, yeah, I think she was she was only there because of me. She was like, oh, he want to go, so I'm going to go. Wow. <laughs> that would never happen at a basketball game. And, I, and you know what? Before you finish, <laughs> for my baseball lovers out there, <laughs> we're uh, – look, I, I'm sorry. Y'all, y'all have to realize me and Lavelle don't talk about these topics beforehand. <laughs> so I'm sorry for the hyperbole. Like, keep loving baseball. They don't have to throw the sport away. We apologize. Keep playing sport. I actually told my neighbor yesterday that I would come see his sons. Um, they play baseball, and they're supposed to be really good. Really good. Nice. And I told him I would come watch them this summer. So, 
I am going to support baseball. All right. Well, hopefully this deep conversation we're about to have helps uh, bring some type of revelation Mm. to the game. Okay, I'm waiting on it. Kind of like, you know, when you say whenever the word process comes up, you kind of go in. Yeah. Yeah, I think baseball may be like that for you after this. It this because this bless. Okay, go ahead. So the sacrificial bunt, right? Yeah. I was like, what is a sacrificial? So I looked it up online and I'm like, okay, so this is what it is. You have a guy that goes up to bat. You have someone that's maybe on first base, second base, or third base. But to get that person, the, the next person to progress. So either the person that's on first to progress to second, mm, okay. second to third, or even third home, the batter doesn't try to hit a home run, doesn't try to hit the ball out in the left field, but his purpose is to bunt the ball so that the next person can progress to the next mm, stage. Okay, okay. But when they bunt the ball, they are going to be out. Wow. That's why it's called the sacrificial, sacrificial bunt. bunt. Mm. So I don't think many of us realize the sacrifice that Christ made for us to progress to get to where we are now. Man. Or the sacrifice sometimes that we have to make to help others get to where they need to get. What's the greatest love of all? Mm. According to the Bible, mm-hmm. is when a man lays Lay down, down his, his life. life for his friend. Mm. A sacrificial bunt. Mm. Will you uh-huh. sacrifice and get out <laughs> so that the person behind you can move forward? Mm. Here's what comes to mind for me. Parents and their children. All right. Mm-hmm. Because I believe a lot of parents these days. Look, there's a lot of pressure on everyone these days to be successful and We have all these ambitions and we can get caught up in it. And I'm seeing kids get left behind because their parents are too busy on Instagram. Mm. And so it's like, you just throwing them the phone and want the phone to raise them because Mm -hmm. you too busy looking at your timeline because it's important to you. I get it. Mm -hmm. But are you willing to go for a sacrificial bunt Mm. so that your child can have, you know, an education or... Mm -hmm food on the table and things like that. And I think that's important. Well, well, okay. Let's contrast that with how our parents were or even yeah. their parents. Yeah. They made the sacrificial bunt all day. They would always make that comment. I want my children to be better than me. I want them to have more than I had. And they made sacrifices to get us to where we are now. And unfortunately, some people, I'm not going to say all by any. Yeah, for sure. You know, but in this generation, we have people who are more concerned about themselves. I have literally been in the grocery store at a gas station and I will see a young lady or a young man. He got on the Timberlands. He got the sweet outfit on, hair braided. And the kid is in dirty clothes, hair nappy, snot running down their nose. You see a young lady that. that is dressed down to the T, her hair done, nails done. And you look at her kid, the kid she's holding, the hair isn't done, the clothes are dirty, just shoes just all Why are you talking up. about their kids like that, though? And, no. <laughs> I mean, it just seems a little, like, over well, the top. Like, well, because they didn't make the sacrifice. They Let me take that back. They made the sacrifice 
for themselves. Mm. Now, look, that's real. Look, we a lot of times are willing to give up things so that we can go further. Mm -hmm. And don't don't get me wrong on this because this is a good topic because I think we have to balance it out. Mm -hmm. There are things in your life that you have to do for you. Mm. And we're not talking about allowing people to manipulate you Mm -hmm. and take advantage of you. And you like call it a sacrifice. Mm. That's not what the sacrifice sacrificial bunt is. Right. What I like about what you explained about the sacrificial bunt is that the other people are already in position. Mm. So like what the point I'm making is when you sacrifice, let's, let's say we talked about kids. Mm -hmm. If I have a kid in my family that comes to me and say, Hey, you know, I want the new Jordans that cost $125 in kids size. Uh uh Can you, you know, go for the sacrificial (laughs) bunt and, and, and don't pay one of your bills or, or Mm -hmm. take some money from here or there. So I can have the J's. I'm going to look that kid square in their face Mm -hmm. and I'm going to say, I'm a man of God. And if I wasn't, I would cuss you and your mama. (laughs) I'm just joking. My, My point is, you know, I'm not going to make that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can look at me with the eyes. You can have your mama call me. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. But guess what? If that same kid called me, mm-hmm. if they were like, look, you know, he has been doing really well in school and or whatever is some mm-hmm. after school program. And, you know, he needs to do this in order to move forward. I'm going to be like, listen, mm-hmm. sign me up. I will donate to the. I will make the sacrificial bunt so that that kid, because the kid is in position. Mm-hmm. You know, buying the Jordans don't put you in position, and it shows that you ain't in position. Right. You know what I'm saying? But so, so, so it sounds like what you're saying is that the sacrifice is not necessarily for a want. There it's you have for it. a need. That is a great point. When Christ died for our sins, it wasn't any want involved. There was a need. We could not save ourselves he had to do it and that's where the sacrifice came in he had to do it and look at what happens if he didn't do it Mm. see when you're looking at a sacrifice Mm -hmm. a lot of times you have to also look at the consequence Mm. what happens if i don't buy this kid jordan's right oh nothing they have a little attitude for the rest of the day <laughs> and then they get over it and they get over it and we good mm-hmm. what happens if i don't help this kid get in this after school program mm. maybe this is the program that's going to change their life put them in a better situation academically or keep them in the situation academically that they are in and so that's one of the ways that I view things. And I, and I think because we live in a time where people can be, I'm not going to say we live in a time just because people can be lazy. So mm-hmm. some people just looking for you like, yo, hit the sacrificial bunt, bail me out. Cause I'm not willing to work too hard to get where I got to go. Mm-hmm. So the scripture you referenced is John chapter 15, verse 13. And the King James version says this greater love hath no man than this that a man lay down his life for his friends. But there's another version called the, uh, the passion translation. 
Okay, I ain't never heard of this. I, I didn't. I found it by mistake, actually. All but right. I like. Hopefully, it, I like, it ain't crazy. I, I, well, guys, people, I'm not putting my stamp of approval on no version. <laughs> I ain't never studied or heard. Go ahead, Laville. It says this. It says, "For the greatest love of all is a love that sacrifices all." Do it say the word "bunt" in there? It, it does. <laughs> the, the Message Bible, Bible might say "bunt." <laughs> the greatest love of all. The Message Bible might say "blunt." <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> For the greatest oh. love of all is a oh. love that sacrifices all. And this great love is demonstrated when a person sacrifices his life for his friends. Listen, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, man, when sometimes when people quote the Message Bible, dude, I be looking like, what? The Message I'll be Bible, scared. I ain't going to lie. I literally be scared. The Message Bible like, hey, yo, what up, cuz? <laughs> and Jesus was with his homeboys hollering at him and whatnot. <laughs> I seriously think that it it's gonna cuss. It's gonna be some cuss word in the message Bible. I don't. I can't say it's for sure. I just there. be scared. Man. Yeah, they they be all over the place. So shout out to whoever, whatever, whatever group of people that wrote <laughs> wrote that boy. Want to sponsor the show? Exactly. <laughs> Brought to you by the Messy Bible. <laughs> How you gonna crack on scripture? Look, man, these some of these <laughs> translations they'll be right, bro. They be taking you all over the place. But anyway, you know, study the translation. You know, yeah, wow. But yeah, but that that I'm telling you, man, that blessed me when I was like the sacrificial bunt, like that really did some like like you said, you're sacrificing to make sure that the next person could get ahead. But get this, it's so the next person can get ahead, but the team still gets the win. See. That's why you got to know what team you're on. Mm. And at the end of the day, here's what I believe as believers, right? Mm -hmm. When we're doing things like this show, in all reality, it's like, what's the purpose of this show? It's to inspire God's people. Mm -hmm. To literally do that, not mm -hmm. like just saying it. That might mean that, hey, I might sacrifice being in the in crowd or you know, producing a show based on what everyone necessarily wants to hear, mm -hmm. you know, talking about gossip. We don't bring gossip to this show. Um, we, we try to be informational based and purpose based mm -hmm. and purpose driven and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it's like, yo, if I have to sacrifice a little extra attention because I don't know why, but it's harder to get people involved in things that really helped them. Mm. Wow. It's a lot easier to take people mess. Mm. Like if you just take somebody some mess mm -hmm. that ain't, you know, about nothing, ain't helping their life, like drugs, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's like, it's super easy to get people to do drugs and hard to get people to read a book. Wow. Wow. That's deep. So who's going to make the sacrifice to help train these young people that it's not always the easy way out? that you do have to work hard to get to where you want to be. So let me ask you this. Is it anything in your life? And I know this off the top of the head, not mm -hmm. to, you know, catch you off guard, but is it anything in your life that you like, okay, I want to make sure I'm sacrificing or whether that's being an example or whatever for mm -hmm. this group of people, or, mm -hmm. you know, like, are there any people in your life or any situations where you're, even if you're not there yet, that you're like, all right, I need to get things in order so that these people, and I'm specifically asking this because 
the older you get in life mm-hmm. and you mature and you grow, you start yes. looking at nephews, nieces. Absolutely. Like different. Yeah. So two things. When I was when I was younger, um, my godfather, my mother was in school. She was actually making that sacrifice to become better for me. And uh, so she was in school, so she didn't have a lot of money. And but my godfather would kind of whatever she couldn't pay. He would he would pay because I would hang out with it because my two okay. best friends. So w- once I saw that example, it made me do that to my god brothers and my god sisters because when they didn't have the money because it was it was a lot of them it was like eight of them um, when they didn't have the money I would go ahead and do the exact same thing that I saw because I wanted to make that sacrifice and now I see them they're all grown now now they're doing that for their nieces and nephews. And kids on the block and just kind of helping out there. So if you are willing to go for the sacrificial bunt, Mm -hmm. it's not just about you. It's Mm -hmm. not just about the next person. But you can actually alter generations Mm -hmm. by doing the right thing. And here's one thing that I'll say. You know, you don't always have to lose. You know, now this is going beyond the baseball analogy and things like that. Mm -hmm. And we talk about anecdotal things on this show. Because I believe that it helps people mm-hmm. to understand practically what we're talking about. Right. But in reality, you don't always have to lose just because you help someone else. So mm-hmm. I'm taking it past the sacrificial bunt in the sense of, in a literal sense, mm-hmm. because I think sometimes people don't want to give up something for someone else because they think it means they lose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, there are some times in your life like, yo, you can help your God brothers and God sisters mm-hmm. and or nephews and nieces or whoever and still be okay. Mm-hmm. And, but it's, but it's this balance. Again, I always warn people to protect themselves from manipulators, mm-hmm. whether they be in your family, friends, whoever, because I think people manipulate who don't even know they're manipulating. Wow. So it's not me taking a, a shot at the people who are the manipulators, mm-hmm. but I just think that people can manipulate because they're lazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they're depressed, because they lack purpose. So it's, look, it's one of those things where you have to use wisdom in utilizing that sacrificial bunt. Mm-hmm. I don't know baseball, yeah. but I'm sure you can't just go up every time and go for the sacrificial <laughs> right. bunt. Right, yeah. It's, it's directed. I think you have to get that word from your coach. Now, remind, remind, so when you talk about loss, even going back to the example of the sacrificial bunt, the person that's doing the bunting, they may get called out, but they're doing it for the win. Mm, so they're not, they're not doing it to lose. They may get out. They may, in other words, relating it to real life, you may take a little bit of a blow. So the money that I was spending on my godbrothers and sisters and nieces and nephew, the money nephews, the, the money I was spending on them may have been a little bit of a blow because yes, I could have took that money and did something else with it. So it was a sacrifice in that sense. But I like you said, I wasn't doing it to lose. I was doing it to win. And you knew that it was worth it. And, and I, I drive that home because. I think we can make unnecessary sacrifices. Mm -hmm. There are times in my life where I was buying things that I didn't need. Like Mm -hmm. you said, it's based Mm -hmm. on the need, not a want. Mm -hmm. I was buying things I wanted. And it's like, I'm going to sacrifice and get this leather jacket. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's not the same thing. So we we want y'all to use wisdom in some of these things. But that's, I think what you just said makes me like it. 
it kind of covers even what I was saying about like taking away from the literal sense. Mm-hmm. You, I guess you could talk about it literally because the team still wins. Right. And if you know you're sacrificing for the greater good of the team or mm-hmm. the family or the faith, mm-hmm. then you can know that this is a win. Yes, yes, yes. Because, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what? Now, I might I, uh, <laughs> be out. Mm. Uh, but I'm still going for the win. O-U-T. <laughs> God said that mm-hmm. you can go for the sacrificial bunts. Hey. Mm. But I'm telling you now, Lord, eh? you better hit the ball. <laughs> Some of y'all going for the sacrifice is still missing. Ah, okay, let me ask sacrificial you this. Strike. Look, I just thought about this. What, what about this? The coach tells me to go for the sacrificial bunt. Because I need Jermaine, who's on third base, to make it home. Mm. But I go up and I say, I don't want to do the sacrificial bunt. I want to go for the home run. Mm. Because if I go for the home run, then he'll come in and I'll get in. I'll get in. And I make a decision on my own against what the coach said to instead of going for the for sure sacrificial bunt, to go for the home run. Because the coach knows what's best. Mm. And so I think sometimes for us, it's about knowing what is the greater good. Mm. You can only know this from reading the word of God. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, as believers, we have to get our direction from our coach, Ah, from Christ. Like, we, we are not being coached by the world. Here's what you would never do. You would never step up to the plate and go for the sacrificial bunt because the other team's coach told you to do it. (laughs) So it's like, as believers, we should never be listening to the world or the enemy about what moves we should make as, hey, devil, what should I do with my future? (laughs) Right? How should I use my gift? Mm. It's like, no, you never listen to the other team's coach because they want to win. Right. Listen to your coach. Amen. I thought that was really good what you said about the coach knows the greater good. Because as as a player – I'm worried about my stats. Facts. You know, all of that, all that stuff. That's what I'm worried about. But the coach is worrying about everybody's stats. The team. The team, the entire team. Christ knows best what we ought to do with our lives. No matter how much we try to tell him. I was thinking about that today, how a lot of times we'll say, Lord, I want your will to be done. But then we tell God how to do it. God, I want your will to be uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> like, we wait a minute. Is force, it his will? Right. Yeah. We're forcing God into our will instead of us allowing ourselves to fall into his will. And it's tough because if you are at the plate and you can't see the purpose or the mm. benefit in the sacrificial bunt, mm-hmm. it's hard to trust the coach when you can't see it. Mm-hmm. And so we got to understand, look, I know that sometimes it's hard to trust God because you like, look, I can't see it. Mm. I can't see how going this way Mm -hmm. or giving up what I know is a sure thing, Mm -hmm. giving up this lifestyle, you know, you got somebody out there that's, you know, selling drugs. And it's like, I know that that's going to pay the bills for sure. Mm. You telling me this is the wrong way and I should go after God and clean up and do all this, but I can't see what that future looks like. Mm. So I'm not willing Mm -hmm. to go for that sacrifice. Wow. Wow. Well, that was 
did that change your view on baseball any? Um, hmm. <laughs> um, you only gonna watch when they do a sacrificial bunt. It made me want to Google sacrificial bunt or ah. like YouTube it, but it definitely <laughs> didn't make me look. I like going to baseball game. My job goes to baseball games all mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. and you know we have a good time. Yeah. yeah, as far as that, but it just to me it's it's like one of those things is it's just not my thing. So when you go with your job. You're literally making a sacrifice. Yeah, I'm making a sacrifice and eating those free hot dogs <laughs> and beverages. And- yeah, man, what a sacrifice, brother. All right, thank you, Lavelle, man. Uh, man, brother, I just want to say thank you, and I'll say it like this. Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! It's time to go. That was another great Deep conversation, taking it to another Lavelle. Shout out to Lavelle Neal, kneeldownproductions.com. Y'all check him out. Y'all already know that. You done already been to his website. You know what I'm saying? But no, for real, man. That was a good one, Lavelle. The whole sacrificing thing. It's such a multi-layered conversation. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we uncovered a lot. If I was to say anything else, I would just say, like, look, use wisdom. Because that part when I was talking about manipulators, that's the one you got to be on the lookout for. People who are manipulators are very, very tricky. And they know how to use, you know, sound doctrine and sound tactics and philosophies to get you to do actions that aren't really sound. You know what I'm saying? So I just want you to be praying about that. You know, the things that we are sacrificing, think about it. We talked about Jesus. Jesus was praying before he sacrificed. He actually prayed, you know, before he went to the cross. It's like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wish this could pass me by, you know what I'm saying? But we're going to go ahead and do this thing. So, listen, I'm just saying that sacrifices don't always have to be hasty or really don't have to be hasty at all. So don't mistake, you know, what we're saying and then just go out here like, I'm about to sacrifice. And you paying your rent money. You know what I'm saying? To somebody, to some organization or something, tell my God told you to do it. And, and you heard it on Inspire Guys People. Well, listen, we don't want that pressure. You know what I'm saying? I don't want y'all blaming me, you know, when you out here sacrificing the wrong thing. So I'm going to share, you know, just something small that I do. And it doesn't mean that it'll work for you or you have to do it. It's just a small thing. Um, kind of the way I process when I'm sacrificing things or giving and doing those type of things. Um, or making a decision, you know? And so I kind of have this quote that I came up with, you know, just for myself that I use, you know, to kind of keep myself accountable. And that is, if it's right today, it'll be right tomorrow. And so whenever I find myself trying to rush, like even if I'm buying something, you know, like a lot of times you want to hurry up and make the decision because then you feel like, all right, I did it. It's done. Like I just live with the consequences. But that doesn't always mean it's the right decision. So when I find myself doing that, and it don't mean I always, you know, go about this the right way. You know what I'm saying? But when I when I catch it, it's like, hold on, Jay, sleep on that. Like, okay, I know you feel like God leading you to do this or that. But if he leading you today, then tomorrow is cool, too. Now, that doesn't mean be complacent. Right. But this does mean give the decision the time that it needs. Sometimes we're making like really big decisions on the fly. And you can't always do that. And I'm really at a point in my life, you know, where it's like, 
look, I'm seeking God to guide me through decisions, but I'm not going to let people rush me. You know, and people do that with job offers, with different things like, hey, tell me today. It remind me of like Shark Tank, like, hey, get, get the deal now or it's not going to be there. And it's like, sometimes you may have to be willing to walk away from something that looked like a great opportunity just because the timing wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? So look, if it's right today, it'll be right tomorrow. Just trust God. It's time to get social. Let's get social. It's time to get social. Let's get social. Let's get social. Let's get social. Let's get social. All right, guys, people. Today, we hopping over to my Instagram page. Yeah. If you never visit me on Instagram, you should do that. My name is Mr. Bellwether. That is M-R underscore B-E-L-L-W-E-T-H-E-R. That's right. Check me out. Here's the first post. This had 1,167 likes and 95 comments. Here's what I said. Jesus wasn't 33 when he died. His body was. There were people online talking about a specific individual, which I won't talk about because I don't like, you know, whatever, talking about people who pass. So this individual died at 33 years old. And I saw a lot of people. When I say a lot, I saw this happen a lot before I responded to it. And they said, yo, this person, blah, blah, blah. Jesus was 33. This person did good works and they was 33. Like, yeah, this my man is Jesus. And I'm like, whoa, hold on. Like, Jesus wasn't 33. Um, Jesus is the son of God. He is the word of God. And when you go to John 1 and 1, it's like, in the beginning was the word. The word was God. The word was with God. Then verse 14, you go down there. And then it talks about how the word was manifested into the flesh. That was Jesus giving his life to save our souls. So a person merely doing good works on earth for 33 years doesn't equate to the savior of the world whose, you know, manifested human body was 33 years old. Yes, that has a purpose. I'm not diminishing or minimizing the purpose of Jesus' body. I'm just simply stating he wasn't just that. He was that and he was 100% God. And so, yeah, um, let's just go ahead and get to the next post. This one had 290 likes and 27 comments. I said, be the friend you wish you had. Now, why did I say this? Because I am trying to be proactive in life. And I've been doing this, you know, for a few years now where I don't wait on people to like be a good friend to me and then try to be a good friend to them. I'm trying to be more, you know, proactive minded and take the first step and leap of faith with people where it's like, yo, be good to people. And versus just trying to have these relationships in life where I'm only good to people who are good to me. And I believe this is important as a believer, as a business person, right? Sometimes you got to make the first move. And I believe when you make the first move, you also got to be willing to be okay with the fact that everyone's not going to live up to it. Everyone's not going to follow through. And there will be times that, 
you know, you may have done the right thing and it didn't, you know, come back in your favor or whatever. But I trust and believe God that like, yo, if I do enough good things, um, you know, and not just foolishly, like, but being led by him, that even if it doesn't, you know, come back directly, that I'll see that fruit and just being a good person by biblical standards. You know what I'm saying? Because good is a word that could just be kind of like, you know, is we talking about good by human standard or God's standard? I'm talking about doing good, you know, in God's way. You feel what I'm saying? As a believer, as a Christian. Because in reality, Christianity is not something that we take off just because we're doing business, because we're professionals or entrepreneurs. It's a lifestyle, man. And like, I'm not saying you go into the professional field, you know, depending on what, what you're doing. Like if you own a restaurant, I ain't saying you just walk up to people all day like, hey, I'm a believer. This, this. No, look, a lot of times it should be your lifestyle and your light shining. But we also can't use that as an excuse to never say it when it's the proper time to say it or, you know, never to take advantage of having that conversation. Right. You come across people, even in business who need the Lord. And sometimes that's what the foot in the door is. It's, you know, ministry and business and faith and all coming together. And I think it's a beautiful thing. And I also think believers need to have a voice in this world today and authentic believers. So let us pray, man. We've had a great show today. Lord, we thank you today for being our sacrifice, Lord God, for taking on what we couldn't take on. Death, Lord God, you defeated it. You didn't just die for our sins. You rose for our sins, Lord God. And it's because of that sacrifice that we can make it into the kingdom of heaven, Lord God. The most pivotal point in history is when you went on that cross and three days later rose from the dead. We honor you and thank you, Lord God, for being the greatest example we could ever ask for for taking on the most evil and mockery, wearing the crown of thorns, being nailed to the cross and doing it all for us. And because you did that for us, we live for you, Lord God, and we want you to get glory out of our lives today. We don't live for granted because you didn't die for granted. In Jesus' name, amen. And now it's time for the J-Wheel Music Song of the Day. This one goes out to everybody who likes Lavelle. Take it to another Lavelle theme song. That's from my song called Mighty Good God featuring Gerard Brooks. Produced by James Shell. Thank you! That's why the first thing I do is get on my knees and pray I'm at the table with my Bible and a bowl of milk That's for my cap and crunch Good morning, honey bunch Now I gotta hop in the shower And then I'm off to work Thank God I got a job Good gracious, mighty God Can't forget my pen and pad Before I'm out the door Cause after work I'm headed straight
thousand tongues, I would sing a thousand songs While a thousand drummers played a thousand set of drums I'd produce a thousand tracks and lay some vocals over that And make them echo in the background But I can't thank him enough, just look at what he's done Stars, moon, sun, dirt, water Excuse me while I take a moment to give God the glory One day this song I'm writing will go down in history That song is entitled Mighty Good God, featuring Gerard Brooks. That is from my very first solo album entitled The End is the Beginning of Forever. I released that back in 2011, and you can find it everywhere else. You can find all my other music. So please do go check out Mighty Good God. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. God's people, thank you for listening to today's show. Look, do you have feedback? You want to let me know what's on your mind? You got a topic you want to hear? Or you just want to let me know what you thought about today's show? It's easy. Shoot me an email. You can catch me at JermaineWilsonMusic at gmail.com. Again, JermaineWilsonMusic. It's all one word. Let me know what you think. And you like this show, don't you? So you know what you want to do? You want to listen to it at work. You want to listen to it in the gym. Do me a favor. Just search Inspire God's People. You can Google it. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, and anywhere else you listen to music or podcasts. You know what else? You should share this show with someone. Why? Because it's a good show. And if you don't like this show, just act like you like it. 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 Act like you like it.